my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Ball Don't Lie Podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to another show. I hope you all enjoyed the last episode about John Morant. There's still a lot of stuff going on with the whole situation. Investigation is still pending, but speculation is that John Morant is going to miss 30, 40, maybe 50 games, and every check will be docked. So we're going to see what happens with the transition of how they're going to play next year. I mean, they're a really good team without John Morant. But can that sustain the whole entire season? So stay tuned about that. When we get more information, we'll be dropping it live right here on Ball Don't Lie. Man, the playoffs are pretty good right now. You got the Boston series going on with Miami Heat. Miami's up 1-0. They stole a game in Boston. You got Denver with two games in Denver, securing the home court advantage. And we're definitely going to talk about the Denver Nuggets and the Lakers. Stay tuned about the... Miami Heat game in, in, in Boston as far as game two. We'll definitely will come out with a clip or a video about that. If you're new to the channel, hey, I'm glad you all kicking with us for the next 20 minutes. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Thumbs up if you can. And hit that bell notification. Every time we drop a, do, we drop, drop a video, it'll come to you. Your alerts, your tablets, your phones, all that good stuff. And we're on every streaming platform out there. Audio, video, you can name it. There's links in the bottom. Tap in. At the same time, we're on every streaming I mean, we're on every social media platform, Twitter, we got Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that good stuff. I'll be on Twitter a lot. So if you want any type of engagement debate, hit your boy up, man. I bought don't lie for sure. So, man, great game too. Great game. Lakers came out with the answer. It was like a punch in the face to the Nuggets, but then they sustained that for almost three quarters and they stayed with it. Lakers were up by 10, and they flipped to the Nuggets being up by 10, but the fourth quarter was the was the difference maker. And I'll go ahead and break that stuff down to you because it was crazy. I actually enjoyed it. Um, Lakers, you know, they, they play to the best abilities they can. Obviously, you need a lot from LeBron James himself. He will need to perform better. Like, there, there's no ifs and buts about it. You can't give you 22 points and they have AD struggle. Now, you're not going to beat the Nuggets that way. Your role players, they're not going to beat the Nuggets either. So you have to have the king, LeBron James himself, show up. And I get it, his age and all that, what he has done, that's a whole story for itself. You know, play 20 years, but this is what you're paid for, LeBron. You got to this You got to this point, you got to come up and perform. We'll see what happens in game three, but let's go ahead and dissect this for a second, Okay. Kudos to Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray played a hell of a game. I mean, he struggled in the beginning, but still, fourth quarter is where you make your bread and bun your bread and butter. This is what you stand out to be, right? Greatest players show out when the game is on the line with minutes left to go. Jamal Murray struggled for three quarters. It was five for 17 for three quarters. And credit to the Lakers defense, they throw bodies at him. Most of his shots were contested. And then fourth quarter came around and he hit you with a barrage of three pointers, step back, one in LeBron's face, bow. One in uh, Anthony Davis's face, bow. It's like, damn, even he said, I'm sure the clip, even when he hit that, he's like, bang. Like he's, he's over here hollering that, you know, uh, <laughs> Mike Breen about that, bang. That's crazy, right? So, yeah, Jamal Murray finished with 37 points. You know, this is a, this 
tandem, this duo right here with, with, with between John, Jamal Murray and Jokic himself, it's hard to beat because you got to pick your poison. When they do pick and pops, stagnant screens, flares, pin downs, it's hard because you're going to have to pick who you want to go off. Like if you, if you try to go underneath the screen with those two guys, Jamal can hit it. He's known for that. And if you try to go over the screen, it's like now he's going to go to the basket and he's very good going to the basket now, or he can dime it off to Jokic himself. He's a great passer himself and he can dime off to whoever's in the perimeter shooting threes. So it's going to be hard. And obviously there's a lot of game adjustment that happened between game one and game two. AD got exposed in game one, got just got manhandled by Jokic, right? In the fourth quarter, they kind of changed up a little bit. They put, you know, Rui in there, Hashimura, and they kind of, you know, gave Nuggets, a, you know, trouble. You know, I think Jokic only had two points. Two, he had two turnovers um, in the stretch of the game when, you know, Rui guarded him. But obviously in this game two, you know, Jokic played great. He had a triple-double himself, and we'll talk about him in a second. But it's like you can't – you got to pick your poison. You know, like who do you want – Jamal – game one was all Jokic. Game game two was all, you know, Jamal Murray. We'll see how that transpires going, going forward. Uh, but it's going to be hard for the Lakers to sustain these two guys because it's hard to keep these two guys literally outside the rim, outside the basket. They can shoot. They can stretch you out. So a lot of credit to Mike Malone for a great game plan in game two. Um, but Jamal Murray finished with 37 points, right? In the fourth quarter himself, he had 23 points in the fourth. That's when he went off, dynamite. Like just came out and was just going bonkers. And even LeBron said in the presser after the game, it was like, we did everything we can. We guarded him three quarters. We played game. We played great. We contested his shots. Even in the fourth, they, those shots that Jamal Murray was taking were not open shots. I believe one shot was open in the corner. Besides that, the rest were just contested, tough shots. Jamal Murray made them. You got to understand, Jamal Murray, I think he's the only player, or he's like the fourth player in, in history, I believe, um, Am I reading this wrong? No, he has four career playoff games with 20-plus points in the fourth quarter. Four. And he's only 26 years old. So, obviously, man, this guy is a killer. He's clutch, right? So, let's, let's talk about Jokic for a second. Jokic, had, Jokic has now seven triple-doubles in the postseason. Seven. I think, I think only Wilt had seven, right? So, if he clips that, you will have a record. Seven triple-doubles. Three against, you know, in Phoenix. He had two in this series so far. That's just incredible for, for game one and game two to have a triple-double, right? Jokic, I mean, he, he, he's playing a guy. He's playing like a guy who does not have fear of this Lakers defense. They threw everything at Jokic today. LeBron James guarded Jokic. AD, Rui, Vando. Like, it just, it, the list goes on, right? And Jokic is just, you know, picking his spots and abusing them. He can't double. He's a great passer. He had, Once again, he had triple-double, 12 dimes, 12 assists today. You know, 17 rebounds. He's going to continue to dominate on the rebounds, 23 points. You know, he played a hell of a game. Jokic is going to be dominant. Let's see what happens in game three, but I think there's no answer for him. I think if the Lakers want to win, they're going to have to focus on Jamal Murray himself. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. played great, 16 points, four assists. Um, I think he shot four, four for seven from deep. Uh, it was very aggressive. They need Michael Porter Jr. to be that third guy for them in order for them to actually advance to the NBA Finals. It cannot be an Eric Gordon. It cannot be a KCP or Bruce Brown or whoever you want to call it, Jeff Jeff Green. Michael Porter Jr. is that talented. Michael Porter Jr. on the roster is the third best player. He has to stay aggressive. 
So continue to see a lot of that from uh, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, just playing a hell of a great playoff so far. Lakers got out-rebounded. They got out-rebounded two games in a row. Right? You're the best defense, supposedly, right? I mean, they are the best defense. No, no, no knock to them. But they're getting shredded in offense by, by, by the Nuggets. And they're getting out-rebounded by the Nuggets as well. How is that? You have Anthony Davis. You have Vando. You have Rui Hashimura. You have LeBron James. And you're getting out-rebounded by literally one guy in a sense, right? Like, no, like no, nobody's getting more rebounds than Jokic in this series so far. And game one, um, they got out-rebounded 47-30. to 30. The Nuggets had 47 rebounds to the Lakers 30. And then game two, they got out-rebounded 49 rebounds to 40. I mean, these are the side, these They make a difference. Second chance points, right? Stuff like that. You know, fast breaks. These things are going to be deciding factors for who wins in the game. And even though the game is close, you can't win like that. Denver now is like 8-0. They're 8-0 at home. So you can't beat them. I believe they had the second or third best home record in the season. Warriors was one of them. Nuggets are one of them. I forgot who's the other third team, but they had, they're the, they're up there. They're very good playing in Denver. It's thin air up there. It's hard to breathe, right? Stuff like that, but they're used to it. It's hard for the opposite team to come out there. Obviously, the Lakers have been playing for so long this season. You got to get used to it, right? Yada, yada, yada. So we'll see what happens going forward, you know? Um, and Denver has never lost. Has never lost. The best out of seven series in the playoff in the history of the Nuggets for the 50 years they had, right? Never lost going up 2-0 in a series. Right now, they're 6-0 in, in that capacity. So, if they win this series, they'll be 7-0. It's going to be very hard for the Lakers to win four out of five games. Let's just keep it real. Like, the Lakers would have to win four games in order to win this. And we're talking about out of the next five games. So, you have to be on a streak winning games. It's going to be tough. It's gonna be tough. Let's talk. Let's talk about the Lakers themselves. Anthony Davis, which I have nothing against him. Very talented guy. Could be a top five player if he wants to, but he's not a top five player. He's very good on the defensive side. He can block you. He can block shots as far as being like the help side, you know, rim protector. He's very good at rebounding when he wants to, but offensively, he's very inconsistent. And he's been like that all throughout the playoffs. Game one, you go for 40. Then game two, you only give you, what, 14 points? I believe. Like, you can't do that. Like, it's it, like LeBron needs, if LeBron's giving you 22 points and you're in the teens as far as scoring, how do you expect to beat Denver? I mean, it's crazy that I, mean, I, get my, I tip my head off to Austin Reeves. That guy is bowling out of his mind. But Austin Reeves... Can't outscore Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, you're that guy, man. So we'll see what happens. You got to be more efficient. Like you said in the press, you got to be more efficient yourself. You got to play better. You got to come out the gate aggressive. You got to ask for the ball. You got to punish them. Because Aaron Gordon can play somewhat of defense, but he should not be continuing to 14 points. That's unacceptable. But the trend has been Anthony Davis goes off one game, Next game, he somewhat disappears. Then he, the next game, he'll catch back to being that guy again, right? So game three, based on statistics and a roller coaster, right? Game three, he should be up there. He should be giving you 30, 40 points. You know, and then going forward, we'll see what happens, right? <laughs> but that's crazy. Um, 
Yeah, like I said, it's, it's going to be hard for them to win four four out of five games. You know, and 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 if the Lakers want to do that, they're going they're obviously going to rewrite history. Um, but you know themselves, you know they're they're six and zero at home. LA hasn't been beaten at home yet, so something got to give. Somebody's going to have to win on the road. And like they've been saying, all the NBA vets who played before in the playoff for the longest time, anyone who watches basketball, the series does not start until the the road team wins the game, right? That's what they always say. But I really think this series already had started from game one, right? So if if, if Denver does win a game in in LA, it's gonna be four one. And I said in the beginning, my projection was Nuggets win this series four one. And, and if it does get to 4-2, fine. But I, I believe it's going to be a general sweep, right? That's my that's my personal opinion, how I take things from it. But Lakers are 6-0 at home. Um, now they have lost four out of – they lost the four straight road games. So they, they lost in, in, in against the Warriors. They had lost so far two games here in Denver, right? Out of the six out of seven games on the road, they had lost. So that just tells you they, they have to win at home. But if you want to beat Denver and the stakes are on the line and it goes to game seven and it's in, in Denver, the Lakers, have they have the capabilities of winning game seven. Don't get me wrong, you know, but it's going to be hard to win multiple games in Denver. Like you're already down 2-0, so it's going to be hard, right? But I've been harping, you know, like LeBron James, great player. Going down as one of the best players to ever play this game. People want to debate if he's number one, two, or three, whatever it may be. I personally believe he's the best player ever to play basketball because of his longevity, right? That's a skill itself to be healthy for 20 years. And for what he has done and all the accolades he has achieved and all the titles he has won, MVP, you know, uh, playoff records, you know, as far as scoring, final records for scoring, season uh, points for scoring. Like He he leads the league in points of all time. So, they're, these are just the things that that's the reason I believe he's the best player of all time. But put that to the side. LeBron James, you would have to carry in this series. You're going to have to be that man. It, it can't be just Anthony Davis. 22 points is not acceptable. You and, you and Anthony Davis combined for 13 for 34 in game two. All right. You shot one for nine from, from the three-point land. One for nine. That's not acceptable. Right. You guys can't shoot consistently. LeBron James is probably averaging like 28 points, I mean 28% from the three-point line, and you're still jacking up shots when the game is close. And I get it. When you you make it, it's parade LeBron James. But when he misses it, I don't hear no critics about talking about LeBron James shooting threes. He needs to stop doing that. You put yourself in a hole. LeBron James only hit one three-pointer in the fourth quarter this whole entire playoff. Imagine that. Let that sink in for a second. He only shot one, or he only made one three-pointer in all the fourth quarters he has played in this playoffs. And yet he keeps jacking them up. And I get it. LeBron's going to take shots whenever he takes shots, when he feels like he can make it. I get it. But when you're up, jack him up. When you're down or trying to catch up, be the best that you can be. Go to the basket, create you know chaos and havoc, kick it out if you need to. Yeah, shooters, if not, go to the basket, dunk the ball, lay up, get a foul, dish off to Anthony Davis, yada, yada, yada. That's where your game predicates at in this day and age. You're not a shooter. And I get it. You can make big shots here and there, but you hurt your team. Game one, you took a, you you know, you're up or you're down by three or whatever it may be. You take a three-pointer, ill advised three-pointer in the fourth quarter. And that hurts you. 
because it was a five-point swing. And then game two, you take back-to-back three-pointers in the fourth quarter, and that hurt you. I don't know. James is 0-10 from three-point. <laughs> 0-10 in the first two games. He hasn't made any three-pointers um, in this series, which is crazy. You know, and he's, he was 0 for 6 in game two. 0 for 6. And he missed 10. He hasn't made one. Like I said, you know, LeBron James finished with 22 points. You know, that's not good enough. You got to, he would have to be somewhere in the 30 club. You got to be in the 30 club, LeBron James, if you want to have a chance to win. I don't believe in your role players. I don't believe in, um, obviously, Reese is doing his damn thing, right? But the other guys like Rui Hashimura, like Dennis Schroeder, Right, other guys off your bench, Troy Brown, whatever it may be, these guys I don't believe in that can make a difference. And if you want to look up the stats itself, and I'm gonna pull it right here, man, it's kind of crazy, right? So if you look at game two, right, Vando played 17 minutes to give you four points. You know, DeAndre Russell played 33 minutes to give you 10 points, and he and he's not a role player. He can give you big, you know, you know, big games, but you don't give you 10 points. Last game, he didn't even play at all. Shooter gives you four points, plays 30 minutes. Four points. Lonnie Walker plays 13 minutes. Gives you two points. You're not going to beat Denver like that. If you look at Denver's side, the starting five played great. 10 points from you know Aaron Gordy. That's what he averages around that point. You know, 10, 12, 12, 12 points, whatever it may be. Michael Porter Jr. gives 16. 37 for Jamal Murray. 20, uh, 23 uh, from Jokic. Off the bench, you have Bruce Brandon gives you 12. And that's it. Everybody else didn't really give you nothing. Jeff Green gives you two points. KCP gives you eight points. You know, the difference maker, like I said, is a starting lineup, right? And if you look at where they killed them at, defensive rebounds, 36 to 38. But they gave Nuggets had 11 offensive rebounds to four. How many second chance points that was? That just tells you. And obviously, the percentages are very close, you know, but 40, 43% for Nuggets, 40% from, from the Lakers. So it was neck to neck, you know, into the fourth quarter. And then, boom, Jamal Murray goes off, right? But the Lakers, going back to the Lakers, Lakers haven't won a seven-game series being down 2-0 since 2004. Since 2004. And even when they're down 2-0 in a playoff series combined in the history, they're 2-19. 2-19. So his, the, the history side of it shows that they're not going to win. But at the same time, they have LeBron James and AD, so you got to give them somewhat of a nod, right? So we're going to see how this plays out game three, game four, going forward. But Lakers, yeah, man, 0-4 on the road with the Nuggets this season. Uh, they split, you know, 2-2 two -two in the season. Two games they won in at home, two games you know, they lost in Denver, and Denver won those games. But then Denver won these two games in Denver. So it's going to, going forward, how I see things I'm going to project is that Denver would have to be they would have to come out the gates knowing that game three is like game seven, right? And I believe whoever takes game three, in a sense, kind of shifts the momentum. But being down 2-0, I mean, being down 0-2, yeah, winning game three for the Lakers is probably number one. It's like their game seven. So it's going to be a barrage of going back and forth. The question is going to be, can they contain Jamal Murray and Jokic? And let the other guys beat you like a KCP, like a Bruce Brown, like a Michael Porter Jr., like an AG50, right? Aaron Gordon. Can those guys beat you? And the same thing goes for the Lakers. Vando can't buy a shot. Lonnie Walker is inconsistent. 
right? Uh, Dennis Schroeder, I get what you're playing 30 minutes. Your, your job is to play and give, you know, you know, give, be a past and give problems to Jamal Murray. But so far in two games, it has not been working. So 30 minutes is kind of a lot for a guy to just run around and flop around all the time. Dennis Schroeder, yeah, I'm talking about you. A lot of flopping going on in two games so far. <laughs> LeBron James himself, too. But that's a different topic, man. So we'll see how game three pans out. If it does make a difference, LeBron James is going to have to win that game. If they don't, 3-0, there ain't no way to come back from a 3-0 deficit against his Nuggets team unless it's injuries. Barring injuries, maybe. No injuries, it's done. 4-0, 4-1, whatever it may be. My projection is 4-1. LA might win one, one game in LA, but they might split. They might split. That's just my personal opinion. And we'll see what happened with Boston. Can Boston recover? Can Boston actually take game two? Because if that Miami wins that game, it's a wrap. It is a wrap. So we'll break that stuff down to you. Stay tuned. That's the next episode that'll be coming out. Hey, in the next six hours, seven hours, what it may be. Game two in Boston is going to be lit. So stay tuned, man. If y'all enjoyed the show, man, I appreciate it. Thumbs up if you can. Subscribe, all that good stuff, man. Tap in. I'm on Twitter. Hit me up if you want to engage. Because I'll be talking records on Twitter. And you know it, too. The ones who be following me, you know how I'll be on Twitter, man. I'll be spinning some facts. Holla at your boy, man. Y'all be safe out there, man. Peace.